Hi, this is Kathy Pease, your host for Indian Prairie Podcast. In today's episode, we'll have a conversation about an exciting new program called The World of Work. This is a program that provides early exposure for children to both self and career exploration in this ever-changing world. Hildago believed that through exploring careers and learning about their own strengths, interests, and values, students will know there's a place for them in the world of work. There's so much to talk about with this program that we'll divide this conversation into two parts. Today, we'll talk about the career exploration aspect of the world of work. Joining us today, we've invited two educators who are implementing the world of work in our district. Welcome, Scott and Brian. Will you please introduce yourselves? Brian Giovanni, the director of Innovation. Hi, my name is Scott Nickel. I'm the Project Aero teacher at Kalasha Elementary School. Let's start the conversation by explaining a little bit more about the world of work, uh, highlighting the career exploration aspect. Well, currently right now in PA, uh, we, when kids come in, we start to look at what are their strengths and which eventually will lead to, well, what do you want to be in the world? So we start to explore like if kiddos want to be authors or graphic designers or, you know, the typical kiddo might be, I want to be a YouTuber. Well, we explore in class, what does that really mean? And instead of just a kiddo picking a job, we really look at, well, what's, uh, what is the job trending? Is it, are they hiring? How much do you make a year? What are the job skills you need? Does that match up with your personality? And throughout the, our school year, we actually meet with some of these professionals and the kiddos in my class get to choose. Uh, and they, we talk with them, ask them. We find out with, like, from an author that we met yesterday that it actually takes four years to write a book, but the author doesn't do it every single day. So we give students opportunities to actually explore the jobs that they want to be in the real world in the future. So I think part of the things that Scott mentioned were kind of exposing kids to the number of different career opportunities. We've seen a lot of statistics. Dr. Sullivan has talked a lot about the future in which our students are going into is unknown and what that might look like. Uh, we had that community uh, last year go through and develop our portrait of uh, graduate competencies and really kind of understanding the skills that our students are going to need because we don't know the skills jobs that they're going to entertain. And so Ed and his team at El Cajon have really done a nice job providing a framework and platform for us to identify these skills, but at the same time, give our kids some exposure to the careers that they may encounter or what that might look like. We've talked a lot about in our district that a lot of times you only know what you see. So like, I know what my mom or my dad or my grandpa is. Oh, my grandpa was a pilot. So, oh, I want to be a pilot. Or my neighbor was a they work in finance. I don't know what finance is, but I want to work in finance. That sounds really cool. I know you get to take a briefcase to work. Yes. Yeah. Or you get to wear a suit. <laughs> or, or have your own computer. Yeah. Or my mom's a nurse and you get to wear scrubs or all those things. And so the, the whole idea where Ed and his team have really kind of developed this was there's some awesome careers out there and there is work and, and we value all work and there's a place for everyone in this world. And so we want to expose students to those at the K-8 level, those 58 or the K-5 level, those 54 careers. This is not all of them. This is a small sampling of career opportunities. But um, in another podcast, we'll talk about the RIASEC themes, but they connect to those uh, RIASEC themes so that students can kind of connect those interests and those strengths to it. And, those six that they encounter at every single grade level just give them exposure. So they explore it, as Scott was talking about. Then they kind of practice it. 
Then they meet a pro, as Scott mentioned, so that they, oh, I know about it, but now what does it actually look like? And so I think Scott will kind of get into like a medium meteorologist and some of those fun things and then uh, simulating it. So really kind of getting some full in-depth exposure to what a career might look like beyond just what they see at home or what they see their neighbors do. Or on TV. Or on TV. And it, it's so interesting to have them ask, I've been in Scott's classroom and have them ask, so you get up in the morning and you what? Like, what does that day look like? And um, I think that's so important for kids to know, you know, that how that day actually unfolds. You know, you think that maybe a nurse, as you said, Brian, gets up and she just gives shots all day and things like that. But then they can talk about paperwork and things that go into it. And I think you've been a nice example of how you can connect that to their student learning within your classroom. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. What uh, When kiddos walk into my classroom, you know, we want, as Brian said, we want them to find their place in the world. You know, we all aren't built for the same job. And I told my kids, I didn't know that I wanted to be a teacher literally until I was able to experience something, but it took all the way till the junior year of high school. And as a teacher, if I can empower my kiddos to start to understand more, which leads to their self-esteem, then that's a win-win situation. And, you know, with kids having choice and voice, that's huge in the real world. So many of our kiddos are told, you're going to be this, you're going to be this, but it doesn't really fit their mold. Or like you had been saying, you know, they think, oh, I want to be a nurse because I think a nurse does this. You know, we're really looking at uh, not only building the kiddos' uh, self-esteem up with exploring with this world of work, but you're starting with the strengths and, well, your values. If you went to a job that I paid you a million dollars, but your boss was not very nice to you, would you want that job? My kids, as I asked them that question yesterday, they said, no way. I said, do you want a job where you work with people or work by yourself? You know, and we kind of talk about Starbucks. How a lot of people just want to be with people. But some people, they like to be by themselves. So in our uh, classroom, you know, we talked, I talked to my kiddos and I asked them, you know, who do you want to meet? And as you were saying, you know, we really get to know this person from the fact that, yeah, I just had to drop my kid off, off at daycare. Oh, you know, like kids think as teachers that we just live at school all day. We pull out our sleeping bags and everything like that. But we're able to really get to know this person and say, all right, where um, did you go to school? You know, kids with the power of technology are able to Google Earth it. And like we're actually looking at the zoo when we're talking to the zoo trainer. And, you know, one of the zoo trainers that we met last year, she dealt mostly with um, educators. And one of my kids asked and they were exploring, what's your favorite part of the well, what's your hardest part about the job? And she said, the teachers. And they all looked at me and, and we asked, well, why? Because they're very difficult. and They don't always listen and follow directions. And so you're able to see the hardships, though, of a job that just like teaching, it's everything is not awesome. There are some things where you have to adjust to, but it's great to see the smile on kiddos' faces when they're like, wow, I just met a meteorologist. Wow, I just met someone that works at a zoo. And even the connections we made, the young lady we talked to in San Antonio invited us, which led to all my kids trying to book like hotel rooms and flights and stuff like that. Like just <laughs> That's that, an expensive field trip. Right, right, right. <laughs> we found out that we're not very good at math either too, but um, it was just that connection in that short period of 40 minutes to connect with someone that is miles and miles away not only about their job, but just get to know that person. That's one of that's been one of these strengths that's been in that world of work as we explore each of these careers. And talk about a great way to connect to your parents or guardians at home. Like 
I met a meteorologist and having the ability to talk and chat and interact mm-hmm. and learn about it. And like, what'd you learn about it? Why'd you like it? And just really connecting that to the dynamic after school. So it's an awesome and, experience. And we're kind of getting into this, but talking about why it's so important for our students to have this. And I think it also gives them a purpose for being at school. So when you talk to a meteorologist, you find out that there's some math involved. Mm-hmm. So maybe as a student, I want to do that. I might understand that, oh, i I need to learn this math that my teacher is trying to teach me because it's going to be important. So I, I feel like it gives them a purpose for their learning as well. Um, and any other reasons why you think this would probably be such a good program for kids? Well, I think that the professionals do an awesome job of connecting like our traditional studies of math and being able to read and write to communicate, but they really do a nice job of identifying those ports of a grad- graduate competencies. You have to be able to collaborate. You have to be able to communicate. You have to have the critical thinking and problem solving skills. And those innovative companies say, we are constantly trying to rethink who we are because the economy is constantly changing. So it re- maybe our students aren't always identifying, but they're kind of reinforcing some of those skills that our community has identified as important. So it's an awesome connection to what we're trying to do and what they're going to encounter later. And you've done a nice job of connecting it to our portrait of a graduate. I also think it connects to our SEL competencies, you know, looking at the self-awareness piece and some decision, responsible decision-making and things like that. I don't know if you've seen some of those SEL competencies within your classroom we, with this. Yes, we, we totally have, and we've discussed that. You know, when you look at the RISEC model, you know, when you and it's kids start to understand, well, hey, I'm more realistic hands-on. And then you have your kiddos that are more social. When we do an activity like a bucket tower challenge, which is a STEM activity, we, before we talk, like, all right, what's your strength going in here? You know, just like as we're sitting in this room, everyone has their strength or their letter that they read with, that they lead with, you know, um, and we play off of each other and we use that to form a great team. You know, that's a huge way of building up a kiddo and looking at the emotional stage that I don't have to be everything. Okay. I'm not realistic because I don't like to get my hands dirty, but let me tell you, I could sell someone on trying to get this product or we could do this. And I think that's been a huge piece, you know, especially in uh, with teaching kiddos that are gifted, thinking that, you know, scores are define them. And that's not what their definition of them is, that they are a person, as Brian said, finding their place in the world. And the more that we can pull that out of kiddos and start to build them up and say, ooh, you know, I'm not good at this yet, that power of yet, that growth mindset. I've got this skill, but just like as a kiddo asked me, well, Mr. Nickel, in order to be a teacher, you have to be conventional. I said, do you think I'm organized? They're like, yeah. I was like, not all the time. Trust me. It make I look really good, and I thank you for the compliment. But, you know, and it's that way of they're continuing to uncover, discover themselves, and kind of go and think, okay, remember when I was in third grade, how I looked? Ooh, look at fourth grade, how I've developed. And we've started to see, too, it's been interesting doing with this with my kiddos. My fourth graders, we went all in. They've already changed some of the Ryasek letters, what they lead with. Like, I was this last year, but now I'm this because of experience that they've had, whether it's been like coding or whether it's been they've done something in their life or it could be even a conversation with mom and dad at home or an experience like I'm really good at babysitting or I'm really good at designing something or man, I made $100 for my lemonade stand. So yes, that social emotional piece is huge and it's really building kids up. And like Brian said, you find your place not only in your classroom, in your family, but then in the community and then in the world. Awesome. So where are we now? We've started this. I think we started talking about this maybe two years ago um, and slowly learning more about the world of work and what it means and how to uh, use it with our students. Where are we now with that? 
So at this point, we've had a number of educators last year when we had Ed Hidalgo come out and kind of provide some awesome professional learning for our teachers to develop the why and the what of the world of work. And so we have a number of teachers who are starting to implement that, the RIASAC and the strengths, interests, and values in their classroom and some career exposure. And at this point, now we're starting to get more teachers interested in looking into it, providing some ongoing professional learning to get them exposed to the world of work uh, platform and what that means for our kids. So we're just um, kind of at the early stages of it and looking to hit that uh, large growth ramp up if you look at the bell curve and get more of our kids and teachers exposed to this awesome experience for our so if I'm a teacher and I want to learn more about it, what do I what do I do? So we have some articles to kind of explain what the world of work. I think one of the best things is to talk to your colleagues. Scott, if you walk over to Kalashaw, you can see some awesome things happening. They're talking about it all the time. And that's the best word of mouth of like why this is important. Uh, we could we could talk all day long of why it's important for kids, but when it's another educator or kids talking about it, it's the great, it's the best way to sell it. And then we have at the end of every month, um, professional learning for our teachers led by some of our educators who have been leaders in this area to kind of expose them to the why and the what and then develop the how they can integrate that in their classroom then moving forward so and then we'll provide some experience of them to see it in action so it's kind of the next steps we um, have talked a lot in this district about the progression, the K through 12 progression. And so as we look to the world of work, we're really trying to establish helping kids understand themselves and a wide variety of um, opportunities in the world of work. And then, Brian, if you could just talk a little bit, um, we've talked about pathways and about what that, as we move through the middle school and into the high school, how this is just a systemic approach to helping uh, kids be prepared for the workforce, whatever they may choose. Yeah, so we know the end of that, it, the unknown future of what it might hold, uh, but we know kind of the pathway that, that our students could be successful to get there. So this world of work experience really starts at the grade K even before exposing them, understanding themselves. And as they get to the middle school, now we're starting to do a little bit more of, hey, let's dive into some of those interests and what are your, what are your strengths? So like, hey, we have classes and experiences that really highlight this. Let's get you into it. Let's let's really hone in on that. And then at the high school level, it goes even deeper. So then at the high school level, now we're starting to talk about you can earn some credentials to kind of get to your career pathway, or you could get more advanced classes, or you could do an internship. So now it's exposure, practicing, and simulating, and all the way to now I'm actually doing it. And I could be on the flip side. I could be the professional at my senior year doing an internship and talking to Scott's third, fourth, or fifth graders about... I'm, work, I'm doing an internship in accounting and being that professional. So kind of that whole sequence of the world of work for our K-5 students, our K-12 students. And just a little plug, we do have a podcast about those pathways. So if you'd like to learn more about it. Um, I really want to thank uh, both Brian and Scott for your help today in talking about um, the world of work. Any final thoughts? Oh, thank you so much for having us. It's a great opportunity. Um, if you need any help, I'm a often more than willing to offer you know I know it's been at, like as Brian said at Kalashaw and it's been great watching us develop a sense of community one teacher does it then somebody else does it and they're just learning from each other mine is a huge thank you to Scott and the entire Kalashaw team for being leaders in this area and sharing the best practices and how it's benefited their students and because it'll continue to grow because they keep talking about like this is good for my kids for my classroom kids and my kids at home. So I think, thank you for being leaders and uh, thank you for all you guys have done. 
Thank you so much for joining in the conversation today. We'd like to give a special thanks to both Janet Bulio and Clayton Urbanic for making this podcast happen. If you have any questions or want to learn more about the world of work, please email at support at IPSD.org and we will reach out and give you the information that you need or a visit or however you want to explore this. Thank you everyone for your time and we hope you enjoyed being a part of the conversation.